Ready to transform you in the I hate a storm Hell Mary's, I make it poor Good, I ain't lying You little giants, we been defying Price What's the cost? Speed of boss Breaking down the walls We all lean once the coin gets tossed Got the kind of action Never acting No need to scramble to get traction We make it happen From three fours to four threes The founder of Slapdick Podcast Slapdick uh, Whiskey Slapdick Cigars And the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown Straight, no chaser Real raw and uncut Coach, every time you come on I laugh, I learn something And then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said all around hustler make no mistake about it i've done this a long time I'm trying to eliminate this soft society we have there's legend hate me now love me later like my book says this was presented by slapdick whiskey hey Hell yeah, hey, slapdick yeah. whiskey's good so are the stogies some real thought real good flavor on these things and the burn is excellent beautiful burn okay that big whiskey, that big cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slapstick Podcast. What up? What up? The real coach JB here, man. Had a little technical difficulty. I had to start over on my on my YouTube. So hope everybody can hear me now. What's going on? I appreciate everybody coming in. I hope you can hear me. Um, let me make sure. Yo, yo, yep. Sounds like I'm on. Um, welcome on this fine Talk That Talk Tuesday here on the Slapjack Podcast. Um, 222.22. Ain't that a bitch. Does anyone know what 222.22 means? Does anyone have a clue what it is? It don't mean shit. It means it's the motherfucking day after my fucking birthday. That's all that shit means. I don't want to hear what the fuck it is, 222-22 and all that bullshit. It means it's the day after my fucking birthday. That's all that shit is. But we're here for Talk That Talk Tuesday, man. And uh, on the 22nd of February... Like I said, a day after my birthday, that's all the fucking day that really means. I know Charles Barkley's birthday was the other day. Like A lot of people's birthdays are around my birthday. A lot of great motherfuckers. I don't know if you knew that. As the rain starts to drop, it's raining like crazy out here. Um, supposed to get a little weather. Supposed to get a little weather here in SoCal. Um, hey, we need some weather here and there, man, so... But this uh, show, Slapdick Podcast, is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Make sure that you go check it out, BetOnline.ag. Tell them the Slapdick himself sent you. Get you 50% off on a welcome bonus. Um, we're here. You know, football's over, but basketball's coming around. March Madness is right around the corner, plus the NBA playoffs, plus the fucking playing game. So make sure you go to BetOnline.ag. Check it out. And um, use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, and that'll get you in and get you a 50% welcome bonus. So go check it out, betonline.ag, the sports book network. Go check it out and tell them I sent you. So we're here on Talk That Talk Tuesday, man. Um, you know, another real banter, real talk session here for you you know real recognizes real and um 
you know, uh, basically that's what it is. Um, um, man, I'm going to talk that talk today. You guys want to call in and talk back? I'll talk, talk, and I'll talk back. We're going to get it cracking. Um, I did, I did hear about that. We're going to, I have it on my agenda in my brain here. You know, I whim this shit. Talk that talk, man. Is just talk that talk. I'm going to talk that talk about some real shit, but let's pull up the, let's pull up the quote of the day to get you guys started, man. You know, I think we all need a little quote of the day to get you going, even though on the East coast, it's already supper time, which you guys call it, um, dinner time, um, and, you know, on the West Coast, it's just after lunchtime, so 2 o'clock. But, quote of the day, man, since we're on Talk That Talk Tuesday, talking a lot while saying nothing is our fucking biggest downfall. Talking a lot while saying nothing is our biggest downfall. That's my own quote. I don't know where I got it. I just fucking came up with it earlier today. Uh, Too many people talk just to fucking talk. (laughs) And it's real simple, but we don't really expand our brains enough to really like, damn, that makes a lot of sense, but we never really think about it. Is that not a simple fucking easy quote? Talking a lot while saying nothing is our, our biggest downfall. It is a huge fucking downfall, man. It really is. Um, and shit, I don't understand why so many people feel like they just need to talk. Motherfuckers just need to talk and, 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 uh, and they don't say shit. They don't say anything meaningful. I don't get it. Um, I really don't understand, man. All that talk to say absolutely fucking zero. You say nothing. Um, it's unbelievable to me. I don't understand it at all. Uh, I wish you guys would say some shit that was fucking meaningful. But our fucking downfall is social media and motherfuckers just on there talking to talk. Nobody says nothing. None of you guys are saying shit. Um, I don't get it, man. I really don't. I really don't get it. Um, yeah, Annie Anger, you know, I'm actually pretty cool with her. I, 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 I just saw that thing, all that shit on Twitter about some, she, some tweets, I guess she posted. I guess she's in a little hot water, but I don't know who she's in hot water from. Because I think she's an independent contractor just like myself. Uh, unless sponsors drop her. I don't know who she's. Uh, I got to hang out with her at the uh, Radio Row last week or two weeks ago now. Time's fucking thief. Time's a flies. Um, if you guys don't know who Annie Anger is, she's the girl that kind of dresses up with all the NFL logo t-shirts. And kind of just goes on these little rants about different teams. Um. Oh, she's with Bally. Yeah, I don't. I don't know nothing about Bally. A good friend of mine's at Bally. She used to be with the Rams. Um, 
She's interviewed me a few times. She left the Rams, actually, to go to Bally's. But I don't know. Apparently, they they say she said a few racist things, or I, I don't know what she said. I, I really didn't even look into it, man, to be honest. It's just somebody posted that she's the latest victim of the cancel culture. Um, so I, I don't know. What did, what did Phil Mickelson say? I, I did not catch what he said. Um, I'll have to check it out. Pat Perez is taking a week off. I may go see him next week. Um, I got to hit him up. Um, so, you know, I don't know. It's an interesting deal. I got to take notes. Um, but we're here for Talk That Talk Tuesday, man. And, you know, stop saying fucking nothing. Stop saying nothing. Phil Mickelson released something, huh? Well, fuck, I don't know, man. I, I, I've learned a lot about Phil Mickelson over the last few weeks, so I'm going to reserve judgment and comment uh, just because I can't really say a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. A um, lot of things happening, man. A lot of things happening. Pat had Aaron Rodgers on today. Everyone thought he was going to break world-shattering news, and basically he didn't really say anything. Um I didn't even really watch it after that. I had I had so much other shit going on, so it's hard to do. But apparently, I don't think he said much. I don't know uh, unless I missed something. Um, I didn't hear much uh, that he said. Uh, once I knew he said, you know, once I knew he wasn't going to do or say anything meaningful, um, I had a poll question. By the way, has Aaron Rodgers played his last game in a Green Bay uniform? YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. Uh, everybody, else, everybody else out there on uh, Spotify and everywhere else, make sure you, you tune in to my YouTube channel. Subscribe, become a member today, join in, and uh, it's a great day to have a great day. Talk That Talk Tuesday is here, live and going. Um yeah, Pat had about 120,000 people on the show, his most ever, um, he said. And uh, you saw it kind of drop dramatically. I was kind of peeping that out today. I, I was just peeping out how people really are, and, 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 and it's crazy to me how people really, how this YouTube thing is really, really finicky, man. It's really, really, uh, it can go either way for you, I think. You got 120,000 people in there. Aaron Rodgers gets on there. He's like, hey, listen, I'm not breaking no news. And you see that shit go down to 107,000 like this. And then you see it going back down and it was back to 70,000. And I'm just like, damn. Um, it was kind of, it's kind of crazy how, 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 how this, how this algorithm and all this old data, stat, dat, and all that bullshit works. Um, it's really, really finicky, man. You got to be so big, I believe, in this business to really make an income. Um, and I believe it's still a one percenter. You still got to be a one percenter. Pat McAfee, you know, um, I think the YouTube subscribers, and he's got over a couple million, I think. I think that's helped fatten his pockets and then obviously blew his name up. And then FanDuel just paid him for, he's set for life, basically, right? But I think you're one percenter, man. There's only a one percenter, man. It's like winning the lotto, man. I really do believe it. You got to be different. And he's kind of cornered the market, you know. 
and I think he's starting to only he's only growing. But you can tell how weird it is, man. How de- how how different this shit is. Um, Sean Butler, I appreciate you. Um, yeah, so I don't know how many. I got to find out how many people I have on the East Coast compared to the West Coast, so I can see if I want to change in an hour. Because I don't know if it hurts my West Coast crowd. If I bump it back an hour, so let's say 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock on the East Coast, or maybe 4 o'clock on the West Coast, 7 on the East Coast. Um, you know, I got to see how that works. I got to see how that works. Um, appreciate you, Kyle Dunn. Appreciate everybody in the show, man. You know, I'm a one-man band, man. I'm not really uh, into all that. Um, um interviewing and all that old shit i really don't i'm not into all that but you know i will have some people on and shit like that man and um do those type of things you know what i mean i'm just i think i'm just too real man i don't think a lot of a lot of corporate people sponsors all those people i I don't think they want to hear that they don't want me to say what i say um you know pat i love pat me and Pat are real good, dude, real close. You know, I don't think he's a real dude and says a lot of things, but I don't know if he says the things that I say. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm a little different as far as that goes. Um, but I appreciate Bailey. I appreciate everybody in there, man. Um, hit, hit, make sure you subscribe. Become a member today. Dollar ninety nine, the best dollar ninety nine you can spend, man. Fucking Monday. Lucy's in the house. What's going on? Uh, but I appreciate everybody. Poll questions up and running, man. Has Aaron Rodgers played his last game in a Green Bay uniform? I don't know what his. I didn't take his Instagram as an encrypted message. I just, I just think he likes fucking with people. That's all I think. I don't think it's anything. I don't even really care about what he does, and I don't really uh, care about commenting on it. I like Aaron Rodgers because he's a great player and the best ball spinner of our generation, probably of all time. Um, I wish he could win a couple Super Bowls, a couple more Super Bowls. Uh, I don't know if he will or can or what have you. I, you know, it's a, sometimes it goes like that. Peyton Manning struggled for a long time. Um Aaron Rodgers seems to have a lot of bad luck when it comes to the playoffs. Whatever you want to call that, it just happens to have a lot of bad luck hits him. And some things are out of the quarterback's control. Some things aren't. And, you know, it's just one of those deals, man. It just, it's just one of those deals. I just think he likes fucking with people. I don't know what he came on Pat's show today for other than just kind of maybe help Pat out because Pat was on vacation for a week. And it's a smart ploy by Pat to get everyone back on Pat's show after a week. Uh, very good, smart marketing. Um, I, I was not told that at all. I just, that's my thought. Um, and now everybody will tune back in after a week. It's hard. See, that's the algorithm thing, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a finicky deal on YouTube. You know, if you miss a week, it's probably hard to get guys back on unless you just have millions of followers like Pat does. So... 120,000 or 130,000 people in his YouTube today watching a, a one time. I don't know how many people are allowed to watch it at once. Um, pretty interesting. Um, 
Brian Flores declined to sign Dolphins NDA in order to speak out on treatment by the team. I don't know if, if you heard about that or not. Brian Flores is now with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin hired him. Um, you know, it's kind of shitty, man, that, you know, it takes the only real black coach left in the business as a head coach to hire a black coach. Like, I would love to have seen a white coach hire a black coach. You know what I mean? I know uh, Andy Reid does it. Bruce Arians does it um, and all those things. But Brian Martinez, I appreciate you joining and becoming a member of the Slapjack Podcast. Um, much love. You know, that's just kind of my deal. Um, yeah, the Dolphins wanted uh, Brian Flores to sign an NDA. That kind of tells you something, right? That tells you something. So I'm very curious to see how this all thing ha- happens. You know, it's going to be crazy because, you know, the Steelers are the team that started the, 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 the Rooney rule. Um, so... You know, we'll see. Um, see what happens. Um, Jaden said. Jaden said. Uh, da, 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 da. Jaden said, why is it LeBron's job to stop brothers and sisters from killing each other, but it's not Bezos' job to end world hunger? Do you want to, you want the truth on that one, Jaden? <laughs> um, well, first of all, one is born the same color as the ones killing each other. One is not born a billionaire. <laughs> Are you kidding me? One had to earn his money and earn his stripes, and he earned his billions. So he owes no, he has no obligation to end world hunger. LeBron James has an obligation as a fucking person with a platform with the same skin tone as his young African American brothers and sisters out here killing each other every day. Are you fucking joking me? How the fuck do you think that is even a close... How do you think that's really relevant? And, and how? what kind of question do you think... Did you take a long time to come up with that one, dog? Because that shit was not very well thought out, bro. Because I'm just telling you, I just spit it back at you real quick. I didn't have to think about that one. It's not real hard, dog. Like, are you shitting me? That's like asking me... Um. LeBron did earn his fortune. It has nothing to do with his skin color, dog. What are you talking about? Why are you guys talking about fucking money? It has nothing to do with money. It has to do with platform. LeBron's platform. I didn't say give up money, did I? Why, why do you guys take certain shit and fucking twist it? I did not say anything about money. I said use his platform. LeBron has a platform. Stephen A has a platform. Um, you know, these motherfuckers have platforms. Like nobody's looking up to Bezos, Bezos, whatever his name is. Like, his motherfucker ain't nobody. He just got a he's billionaire. Like, you know, I'm not making this about race at all. Who's making it about race, Jaden? Me? I'm making it about race. 
Oh man, you're fucking ignorant, dog. You 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 say some ignorant shit. I'm just gonna be real. Um, you make no sense, dog. You're the fucking part of the problem in society, motherfucker. I'm gonna keep it real with you. You're probably this young cat. I know you're a young cat, and millions of people inspire to be Bezos. So what? You don't think millions of people aspire to be LeBron, his own fucking color? All the little black kids and 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 girls don't want to be LeBron? Are you fucking joking me? Come on, dog. You sound like a fucking... You don't make any sense at all. <laughs> you make zero sense. So, I, I don't know what the fuck you... Where you come up with this from, but... It's crazy. Anyway, Lisa, Jaden asked about why I think it's different between LeBron talking to young brothers and sisters about killing themselves and why Bezos is not the same when I said to, you know, he says, why don't Bezos end world hunger? And I said, well, one time, one thing is LeBron was born as a black man. And he has an obligation to black boys and girls. I said, Bezos was not born a billionaire. He earned it. Now, LeBron earned his money, too, but it has nothing to do with money. It has to do with a platform. It has to do with a fucking platform to spread the knowledge. Who gives a fuck about Bezos? He's a billionaire. <laughs> like, come on, dog. Who said it's LeBron's job to end crime? See, you're taking it out of context now. Now you're just being ignorant. You, it has nothing to do with crime. It has to do, I said, the young brothers and sisters need somebody, someone with a platform. I said yesterday, how many people did I name? I said Oprah, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan. I said fucking Tyler Perry. I said Dr. Dre. I said Snoop. I said everybody. Where are they when it comes to seeing all this black on black crime? Why aren't they out there spreading the news and saying let's stop this shit? Now, how the fuck does that equate to Bezos ending world hunger? Not his obligation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kanye West is another one. Like anyway, I don't know how we got on that one, but anyway, Jaden. Comes in after two days, and but I appreciate Jaden coming in and uh, and spreading the news. It's good conversation. Um, I don't think he's close to being right on that one. Um, anyway, let's get to contrary to belief. I got to get to some contrary to belief because there's there's some good ones here. And how many of you motherfuckers say toe the line versus toe the line? I don't know if you guys know. It's T-O-E, just like your toes. It started back in the day when we taught people how to run and how to race. And we said toe on the line. Just like in football, you either coach it or allow it. Well, that's what it is. It's the T-O-E. Toe the line. Um, toe the line. Not toe the line like you're towing it uh, with a truck. Should have or should have. Too many cats you should have in today's society, and it should it should be should have. I just want to make sure you guys know it should be should have done it. Have ends up being the fucking key component in this deal, and it's basically of is not um, just not proper uh, 
See, I'm now teaching grammatical fucking airs to everybody out there. I should have been a motherfucking uh, teacher somewhere, a professor, but eh, I don't want to do that. I'd rather fucking... See, it's not tote the line. See, tote the line's not anything. See, tote the line's another. I could have used tote the line, but it's not It's not that one. Uh, it In regard to versus in regards to with a plural. It's not... Uh, it's not regards, it's in regard to. So it is in regard to that. It is in regard to this. It's not in regards to. All right, just so you know, that's not the right thing. So make sure you fucking get rid of that. Deep-seated versus deep-seated. It's not a seed. A lot of people think it's a seed because you throw a seed in the dirt to see it grow. It's actually deep-seated because you need to be lower than the seat or the chair level and that is actually where deep-seated comes from. So it's S-E-A-T-E-D. See, I'm teaching some real shit in here, man. Some of you guys uh, some of you guys are learning some real shit on this podcast. See, some of you guys don't do it. Um, oh, yeah. Well, coaching's teaching. You know what I mean? Coaching's teaching. Appreciate everybody in the show, man. Become a member today. Join. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Make sure you hit the bell notification so you know when I'm on. Slapdick segment, man. I got to get to a couple guys. I got to mention a few guys. Um, I got to mention a few guys, okay? Um, ESPN NCAA Michigan is spelled horribly wrong, by the way. Um, I don't know who spelled that. Um, not, not I. Um, there we go. I don't know if you guys saw ESPN's fucking top 10 list of the NBA. They got Kobe at number 10. Did anyone see that they got Kobe at number 10? Kobe is at number 10. Now, I don't get it, dog. How can Kobe be number 10 and no Shaquille O'Neal? No Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal's not on the thing. The most dominant big man of our generation is not in the top 10. I don't know. I got my own top 10. I want to share it with you, all right? I want to share my top 10 with you guys, and we could discuss it for a minute. I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but here's my top 10 NBA players of all time. This is my ESPN combatment. I'm going to go with Kareem as the best player of all time just because of everything he's done. Just so you know, he lost like zero times in high school. He lost once in college, and then he's won. <laughs> he won six rings, um, or what is he won, six or seven? I'm not sure, but anyway... He's one of the best all-time winningest people of all time. He, he invented a, a shot that is indefensible, the skyhook. Ain't nobody else had a shot uh, even close. It was unblockable. Um, he was a trendsetter. Um, I believe he is the GOAT, okay? That's what my, I think he is the all-time GOAT. A lot of people want to say MJ, and then whoever says LeBron to me is just the young people. Um I got Kobe as my see. Kobe was Kobe's one. See, I I got I go back and forth between Kobe and and and, and Kareem. Kobe is uh is one of my. I mean, to me, Kobe's the best ever. 
just because of uh, I think he could have played in all generations. So can Jordan though. Uh, it's real close. Jordan, I got his third, and I got I got Magic because he could play all the positions like LeBron, similar. But he was uh, at least, um, even though Magic was not a good shooter at all either. Um, at least he made his free throws and was more clutched than LeBron. I got Bill Russell just because of all the titles he won. And then I got Shaq, LeBron, Iverson, and Steph Curry. Steph Curry, it, to me, is I don't think we'll ever see a shooter that good again. Um, I don't believe we'll ever see a shooter as lights out as Steph Curry. You saw in the All-Star game the other day, he was basically clowning everybody. Um, Allen Iverson, to me, is a trendsetter because of how his nuts and guts elevated him above everyone else at his height. As hit at his height, to me, um, he belongs per capita. He's one of the greatest players to play any sport, in my opinion, because of what he used to do and play through. Like he wasn't sitting out no games, he wasn't doing any of that shit. I took Wilt off, man, because if you look at Wilt's career uh, scoring and career stats, Wilt was just so big and dominant in his era. But he never even averaged 20 points a game. Um, if you go look at Wilt's stats, he never even won 20. He never even got 20 points a game. And I, and I was going back and forth um, between Steph and KD. Um, because KD's right there too because of talent, just raw talent. But I kept him off because he's the one that chased the ring. See, Steph stayed. Steph's still there. So I put Steph above KD because of that reason. But KD's right there, obviously, as far as skill. I'm sure KD's more skilled than Larry Bird. He's more skilled than fucking um, Magic. I'm so, You know, he's more skilled than a lot of those guys. But I don't know if I could put him over Steph because he's chased Steph. He chased that ring down. So... Yeah, magic is a uh, magic is special, no doubt about it. But that's just mine, dog. Everybody can have their own top ten. See what I'm saying? Um, everybody has their own top ten. So, kudos to everybody that has their top ten. Yeah, I know Kobe scored 81 in in a in a much different era than Wilt scored his hundred in. You know, I, I understand he scored a hundred, but but Wilt played in, a, in an era, man. Look at look at who he was playing against. Um, yeah, I love Bob Cousy and Havlicek, man. I love Oscar Robinson. I love a lot of those guys. Akeem Olajuwon. I love Ewing. I love all those guys. But this is the top 10 of the top 75. So um, that's just my top 10, all right? But ESPN's top 10 is a joke to me. They got Wilt on there. They got fucking Oscar Robinson on there. They got Oscar above Kobe. Uh, they have no Shaq. Um I don't know, man. They got uh, they got LeBron number two. Um, I don't know, dog. It, it's kind of different to me. It's interesting to say the least. But everybody has their own. Kareem, I think, was like three on the list of ESPN. I got him as my first on my list. So it is what it is. I don't know. So I'm, I'm still on the slapdick segment, man. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that... Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, damn dog, this mother fucked up everything, didn't he? Um, did you guys see? 
Did you guys see AB MRI? Have you guys seen AB's MRI that he showed on social media? Have you guys seen this dumb motherfucker? Dog, he's got to be one of the dumbest motherfucking idiots I've ever seen. He posted a, th- a deal talking about this is why he's suing um, the Tampa Bay Bucks. He posted an MRI. And on the top right corner, you can see the date. And it was in October. <laughs> it was in October before the fucking whole debacle when he left the field and all that shit. AB got some problems, dog. He's a fucking idiot. So he just incriminated himself before he ever even gets to sue, dog. You're talking about a special motherfucker right there. Um, It's crazy. Um, anyway, I don't know. Um, he is, he's got something dog. AB is really fucking crazy. And people keep trying to say it was because of the hit that perfect put on him. I'm just like, dog, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> please shut the fuck up. If it was because of a hit that perfect put on him, motherfucker, there would be some different things. You can't keep playing in the NFL at a high level and catching touchdowns and in the Super Bowl and shit and then try to go back fucking five years ago and say, perfect hit me and I'm suffering CTE. <laughs> Holy fuck, dog. Um... I, it blows my mind. Um, it blows my fucking mind. That ain't mental health, bro. That's mental fucking weakness. Anyway, uh, whoever monitors this dude is a fucking clown. Like, who's his team? Who's his fucking... Who's his team? Holy shit. Rich Paul says LeBron had a harder road than Michael Jordan. Rich Paul, you are on my slap dick list for today. There's no fucking way that M- that MJ had a fucking easier route than you. How the fuck do you figure? This is guy that played on one team before he transferred and tried to go play baseball and come back. You have chased rings. You've left teams. Yeah, you carried a shitty roster in Cleveland. You carried a shitty roster in Cleveland, and you won you a title. And I believe if 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 Green don't get hurt in that series, you lost you, it was over. You guys would have lost four to one. But nobody wants to talk about that. You came back from three, one, and one. So kudos to you. You carried that team. No doubt about it. But for for you, Rich Paul, to think just because LeBron gave you a chance and now you're a fucking agent and you think you're this super agent and you got all these guys. You got all these guys because LeBron, motherfucker. You're like that Quincy Avery quarterback guy out there who, who basically is in the fucking... Um, He's actually in the suit, <laughs> if you hadn't noticed that. He's actually in the suit with Deshaun Watson with all these fucking massage, massage uh, therapists. But you're like this guy 
Quincy Avery, who takes on these quarterbacks who are already fully developed in the league already, and then say, oh, I, I made him. He's mine. No, he's not, motherfucker. The motherfucker was already in the NFL. You didn't coach him since he was fucking five years old. So the bottom line is, what the fuck are you talking about? LeBron James, LeBron James got you your shot, Rich Paul. Rich Paul, you're not the fucking goat. You didn't start from the bottom and work your way up. You got handed a fucking agent job. You got LeBron handed you players. He gave you fucking AD. He gave you all these motherfuckers. LeBron definitely harder road, Martinez says. You guys are crazy. You're talking about a guy who had to fucking beat possibly the best Eastern Conference rosters of all time, the Sixers, the Knicks, the Heat back in the day with Lonzo Mourning and them, the fucking Detroit Pistons, bad boys and after. Like, who the fuck? He had to leave the East to go play on the West because he can't fucking win. How is that harder? Holy fuck! Some of you guys just talk. I think it's the, it's just a it's just an era different though. I, you know, there's no reason to get shot shit talk and talk shit, but it's it's, it's an era difference. Like there's eras, like there's differences in eras. You know what I'm saying? I believe that some of you guys are too young to even know, and you only can talk about what you see now. And it's really sad. It's ignorance. Because if you don't go research and do some fucking research, some, some of you guys don't even know who the fuck like Walter Payton was or Eric Dickerson. Some of you guys think it's only from here on out. Some of you guys will say Zeke Elliott's better than Eric Dickerson. I fucking just die laughing because you guys don't go do any research. You just know what's going on now. Um, it's fucking crazy to me. LeBron won a title in a bubble that was the worst title. I, I equate that title to the San Antonio Spurs one when it was a strike shortage year. Like, I equate that to that. Like, you guys, that fucking title was horrible. That fucking bubble title. Like, I would put an asterisk next to that motherfucker. And I'm a Laker fan. I'm a Laker fan. Brian Martinez says LeBron beat the Pistons that just beat the Lakers. You you guys understand the roster's changed, right, Brian Martinez? You understand that the the fucking the roster's changed, right? That wasn't the same Pistons team, by the way. And the Laker team was fucking no Carl Malone, no fucking Bynum, no Ariza. All of them got hurt the series before, did not play in that series. So, yeah, good good try. But how old are you, Brian Martinez? You must not be very old. Kenneth, ask you, what up? Um, shit. Priest, Priest Holmes was a real dude. Priest Holmes was a motherfucker. Um, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, look at that Laker roster when they won without Shaq. Go look at that roster with him and Paul Gasol. That fucking roster had Shannon Brown on it, Derek Fisher. Them motherfuckers were horrible. <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, I know who Will Chamberlain was, clearly. I know he averaged 50 a year. 
You, the key to that sentence is 61 and 62 season. See, I count eras. I think eras mattered. See, that's well before the eras that came along where he had to battle a bunch of other people. He was well ahead of his era. Like, how many seven-footers were in his era? A little less seven-three that could dominate like Wilt. Of course he averaged 50. It was like me playing in fucking Youth Pop Warner League. I'm going to throw a 1,000 touchdowns. Like, you got to be shitting me, right? You're comparing 1961 and 62 to now? <laughs> Holy fuck. Some of you guys just talk without saying anything. <sighs> Alexander Hossman, you spelt Compton like I spelt Michigan on that motherfucker. You change the deal. Um... Yeah, I need to get blows my mind on the back of a t-shirt. It blows my mind. Um, Zion Williamson, J.J. Reddick rips him for being a shitty teammate. See, I say that there's a difference to me. Um, Ruben Patterson, Independence Community College. Uh... Oh, yeah, the the Wayne. People don't realize there's too many young cats now. They don't even know the generation of anything. Um, they don't understand that Priest Holmes was a dude. Like, a lot of these cats don't even know who Marshall Falk was. They don't even know who fucking... There's, there's, there's these guys now, they don't know who any of these players were. And I don't know, man. It's fucked up. Like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, Wilt was playing against a bunch of fucking... Five seven white dudes. He better average fifty. <laughs> Holy fuck! And they don't have Shaq in the top ten who had to dominate. You know he gets dominated by Akeem Olajuwon as a rookie. Uh, he takes Orlando to the fucking championship. Plays a, a a very fucking good Houston team. Gets swept and learns, you know, gets hit in the mouth, takes it. But he had to play against Ewing, Olajuwon, fucking Morning. He had to take on all these legitimate centers at that time. Um, Wilt took on fucking nobody. Who were the centers going against him in 61 and 62? Anyway, Zion Williamson, man, uh, being ripped by uh, J.J. Reddick. I guess J.J. Reddick pulled him aside and had a talk with him and was like, listen, um, you know, you need to be a better teammate. You need to adapt. You need to fucking and and basically embrace your teammates so people understand what's going on. Well, apparently he hasn't reached out to McCollum. I, I have no idea what's going on with that whole thing. But I say he's an enabled lazy bitch who thinks his homies know more than NBA pros and people in the health and human performance field. That's what I personally fucking think. Why is this motherfucker not listening to biomechanic fucking engineers who deal with fucking people like LeBron and all these people that they spend a million dollars a year on their bodies and he's listening to his homies and the motherfucker weighs fucking fucking 400 pounds. He's fucking horribly out of shape. He can't get in shape and... That is just further proving how soft and enabled we fucking have become because, again, he's doing some bitch shit like a, like a James Harden did, like all these other motherfuckers because they want to dictate where they go. And until the NBA or you, the fans, say fuck you, 
and stop and start docking these motherfuckers pay. Ben Simmons is Kyrie's man. Don't pay these motherfuckers, man. Stop paying them. And let's see if it fucking keeps going. Motherfucker kills you on the spot. Cold blooded. Let's kill him tomorrow. First day in jail. Let's kill him. Boom. Shit's got to change, dog. Shit's got to change. You got to understand, we got to change. Like, you got to change. And um, if you don't fucking change, man, it's going to continue. The shit's going to stay. It's going to continue. So, ah, man. Sylvia, see you later. (laughs) Motherfucker said, got to go. Can't listen to ignorance anymore. But, um, oh yeah, KPMG, dog, because Phil wants to leave California and pay less taxes in Florida. KPMG pays all his shit and is like, you can't leave California. So Phil and KPMG have a problem. They're having a couple little disagreements going on. So did they just end the contract with Phil for real right now? Damn. Pretty interesting. That's a lot of money, dog. Phil's, Phil's going through some shit, I'm telling you. But you know what? I'm going to keep it like this and keep it 100 for everybody. Bad people, bad shit happens to them motherfuckers. Good shit happens to good people. I'm just keeping it real, man. Bad shit happens to bad fucking people. Just now, wow. Phil is up shit creek with no paddle, man. That motherfucker is a fucking... Not all smart people fucking are, are... not, not, I mean, all, but not all rich people are smart. I'll tell you that. Holy shit. Um, but J.J. Reddick rips him because I guess McCallum's trying to reach out to Zion and, and, and is like, what's going on? You know, I want to see what's up with my team like that I've come to. I want to see if we can make a run at this. And apparently Zion won't text him back, hasn't responded, won't talk to anybody. Like, you're a, you're a fucking young kid, dog. Like, you're a young kid. I like J.J. Reddick. I like his takes for the most part. Um, I didn't agree with his take today about um, he agreed with Rich Paul about LeBron's uh, path has been harder. I don't see how his path is harder. I think I think the path is harder for LeBron because he chose the, 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 the road with least resistance. I don't know how you can call that harder. Um. Uh, I don't know, dog. You know what I'm saying? Why is it harder? Because you guys on the outside looking in think that it's harder on him because he chose to to chase a ring and go to Miami. He chose and left and tried to go back to Cleveland. He in a horrible Eastern conference. He knew when the fucking East was weak as shit. He knew when to go and get out of the East and go to the West now and go to L.A. You don't see Kobe and Jordan and Bird and Magic and Kareem and fucking all these motherfuckers leaving all over the place and playing for four different fucking teams. I just don't agree with the shit, dog. We can argue it all day until we're blue in the face. I just don't agree with it. I think you cannot. I, I don't. I don't see how you can truly be called a great of all time, and you go to multiple teams. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it unless you're traded. But if you're traded then you're not a greatest of all time anyway. Unless you're a sinner and you get old like Shaq 
Um, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't believe that the true goats fucking roll around and just keep fucking leaving school, uh, leaving programs, or I mean leaving uh, teams. I don't know. That's just me. But anyway, Zion, man, is in a, is in a fucking pickle. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see. I want to show you my top five duos. Have you guys, do you guys, I'm going to put the poll question back up. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers has played his last game in a Green Bay uniform? After today, I kind of think he has. I don't know why. I told you I think he's going to end up a Niner. I told you that last last week. I think he's going to be a Niner. Um, but yeah, that's what I. That's my other thing, uh, Kenneth. You can't foul no more. The, the the league is the softest it's ever been. I just don't. I just think you have to use eras. You have to use eras um, when you consider these guys as the goats. So I think that there's different goats of different generations, and then you have the goat, the, the best of all time. And I equate it by this. Kareem could have played now. He could have played then. I think Kobe could play now. He could have played then. I think Magic and Michael could have played now. They could have played then. I think KD could have probably played down and then because he's such a he's a seven footer who can shoot over the top of everybody. But again, I, I question KD's nuts and guts just like I do LeBron. Not 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 LeBron. LeBron could have played in the, in the old era as far as his physical presence and his strength and his fucking athleticism. No question. The reason I say LeBron had problems back in the day compared to playing now is because we would have hacked LeBron so fucking hard, and LeBron's not a great shooter. So if LeBron is not a great shooter, and all he can do is attack the rim, he's going to get pounded and beat on, and he can't make free throws. He can't fucking shoot. So what is he going to do? LeBron would have been uh, uh, a just above average player back in the day. He's a freak. I know that. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, dog, unless you're going to compare eras and, 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 and the strengths and weaknesses of those eras, I don't know. That's just me. That's what I, I think. Um, see, Gar- Garnett could play in either era, in my opinion. Garnett would have played in either era. Um, well, why isn't LeBron getting his shot better now? I, 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 I hate when people say that, Polly B., he said LeBron would have gotten a better shot. Well, what, what do you mean he would have? What, what, by, through osmosis? Like, why is he, how's he going to get better? <laughs> you don't think Pippen and Rodman and fucking uh, um, those guys would have checked LeBron on the perimeter? You crazy as hell. And remember, fellas, just so you know, there was no zone defense back in the day. So it was man-on-man with collapses. It was man-on-man with collapses. So, no, I said he would have been slightly above average. I didn't say he was average. I said he would have been slightly above average. But you had too many motherfucking physical players and physical rules back in the day for LeBron James. Like I said, we could argue it all day long. It's not really, there's no way to find out who was who's right and wrong in this argument because... <laughs> 
obviously we can't put them in the fucking era, but uh, you guys, you guys think this motherfucker? What is LeBron? What was LeBron gonna do back in the day? Shoot over who? He can't shoot. Motherfucker can't shoot. Motherfucker said he would have got better shot. <laughs> Why don't he get a better shot now, homie? He would have got better at his shot. Like that's that's like like saying well Curry would have been he wouldn't have been a, this good of a shooter. Oh my God! See, some of you, some of you are like these. Uh, some of you are like the quote of the day. You just talk without saying anything. <laughs> um, here we go, Polly B. I got some. I got some shit for you right now, Brian Martinez. Top five duos of all time. Who's your top five duos of all time? Because this Friday I'm going to do my top five trios of all time. I got, I got a, I got a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight combinations. Okay. I got eight combinations of duos. Okay. Um, I got eight combinations. And I want you guys to pick five of them. I'm going to put them in the chat. All right. I'm going to put them in the chat. All right. Here's my top five. Here's a here's eight combinations of my top uh, duos. Okay. All right. I got Kobe Shaq is one. I got Montana Rice, Aikman Irvin, Jordan Pippen, Kareem Magic, Bird McHale, Brady Belichick, Brady and Moss. Now, I haven't decided my top five duos yet, but those are some that I'm thinking of. So any of you guys have a better duo than that right there? Point them out. Give them to me. I'm willing to take. I want to hear some. I love Shaq and Penny, by the way. I love Penny and Shaq. I love Stockton Malone, Taylor Vaughn. That's a good one. LeBron and D Wade is another one. Um, I just don't know if they played kind of. Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to say, man, because you got you got Brady Gronk. Yeah, I, I don't know. Moss and Cole and Cole Pepper. I have as a as a tr- my best trio all all time. I, I think it's probably. Culpepper Moss and Chris Carter or Cunningham Carter and Moss. Um, but, you know, I do have some trios. You know what I mean? I do have some trios. Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. You can't really use that as a dynamic duo, in my opinion. But anyway, they're on defense. But I think these right here, there's some some interesting ones, man. Um but it's a, it's interesting. Manning and Harrison, yeah, they're not bad. Um, Bradshaw and Swan's not a bad one either. There's a lot of great ones, man. Basketball, football, it's hard. You can't use baseball, but uh, Larry Bird, and you can also say Parrish and Bird. You can also say Parrish and Bird. Um. Yeah, see, Brian Case, that's a good one, but I would have said, I would say Warner, Bruce, and Falk as a trio because you have to include Marshall Falk 
and you'd have to leave one of them out. And I think, even though I love Tory Holt, I think you'd have to say the popular vote would be Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falk, and Kurt Warner. So it's just it's just tough, man. But I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do my top five trios on Friday. But I just thought I'd share that with you. Um, I don't know if you guys heard Tom Izzo. I love Tom Izzo. I think we think alike. Um, yeah, a great trio, by the way. KD, Steph, and Clay. They would probably be in my top five trios of all time. KD, Steph, and Clay. I mean, that's probably one of the. It's a tough trio right there to fuck with. Um, you know, I don't know. But, but KD's not a splash brother, though. Um, yeah, Rogers and Adams, Roger and Adams is a duo, but they haven't fucking won. See, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Same with like Harden, Russ and, and KD. They didn't win. See what I'm saying? I think you got to win. Brady and Moss lost. They lost to the Giants, dog. So, I mean, you, you know, I, I would probably have to take them off because they didn't win. Um, but everybody else on that list won titles. So, you know, um, I don't know. Diana Rodriguez, how you doing? This ain't a sports podcast. This is just a slapdick podcast. We talk about every fucking thing, Diana. Become a member today. There's a few other women in here. We need more women. I appreciate Diana. Appreciate you coming in. Uh, shout out to Diana for being a woman, just for being a woman. And joining in. Say hello. I think we have some females in here. Uh, Lucy, Lisa. Uh, I believe uh, there's a few other females that come in from time to time. I think there's five or so. So I appreciate you coming in here. Uh, Tom Izzo. Love him to death, right? I think we, we think of like. But if he saw, he came out yesterday and said that if we eliminate the fucking shake line, it's the biggest farce joke and ridiculous thing ever. He said it's already fucking impossible to stop people from transferring. It's too hard to hold people accountable. And now we don't want to man up and walk down a line and have no class. Did I not say the exact same shit yesterday? Like... Did I not say the same shit yesterday? Like, let's keep it real. Did I not say the exact fucking same thing yesterday that he just said right now? Like, uh, I'm being honest. I just said yesterday, we're going to fucking eliminate shake lines so we don't teach these kids a fucking thing. Let's just go in the fucking locker room and be big old fucking bitches. And we're going to leave being big old fucking bitches. Diana, welcome to the room. I don't call females bitches in here unless they really, really demand it. Um, I call guys bitches all the time. So I appreciate you coming in. Don't feel offended. Um, I'm a total Title IX equitable fucking podcast here. So just so you know, I say just so you know quite a bit. So if you like that or if you just want to hear me motherfuck people, I'll do that uh, all day long. So, I hope we don't get rid of the fucking shake lines. I really don't. Shake lines are a must. We have to fucking have them. Um, did you guys hear about Georgia football signing? He got shot several times in his hometown of Fitzgerald, Georgia. 
Kirby Smart, I know you know this. I hope you know this, but I hope you know, man. You guys got to always talk to these kids. I know you can't be there with them all the time, um, but let them know the importance of life and what is ahead of you. God damn. I don't believe coaches do that enough. Jada Benz is in here, too. Even though her name sounds like a porn star, she's a woman in the chat also, Diana. Um, isn't there a porn star named Jada Benz? Why does that name sound familiar when I think of porn? Jada, I'm sorry. I don't mean it like that. You know me. Uh, Jada Benz. I, I heard of a Benz or something Benz. Isn't there a porn star named Benz? I don't know. I can't believe we're already a fucking hour into this deal. Um, dog. A Georgia football player gets shot in the street in front of his house. Um, that's the problem, man. Jada Fire. Now, I know Jada Fire. Nikki Benz. There you go, Alan Salazar. Fuck. There you go. Jada. Jada Fire. I do know Jada Fire, Jada Benz. But then there is a Nikki Benz. So I think that's what I was thinking of right there. Um. Just so you know, all you guys coaching out there, you guys don't understand. The reason a lot of motherfuckers are transferring is because you don't talk to them enough, A. And just remember, when you're recruiting a kid, or if it's even your own kid, every time you're not talking to him, motherfucking somebody is talking to him. So I just want to make sure you realize, somebody's talking to the motherfucker. It better be you and your staff. So... It blows my mind when I see these big-time million-dollar fucking coaches and their staffs, and they're sitting around not doing shit, and they could be talking to these kids. And I I don't know if it's going to stop a kid from getting shot in his hometown, okay? I don't know what the fucking kid's doing. I wasn't there. I don't, I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth, and I'm not going to assume that I know what he was doing. But he was shot several times. This is a fucking young kid going to Georgia on a full scholarship, See, at some point, we have to be smart and say, okay, I have this ahead of me. I have X, Y, Z ahead of me. Let's start, let's try to avoid all fucking drama at all fucking cost at all fucking times. I understand there's stray bullets. I understand you can get shot walking your doggy. I understand these type of things, but 99% of the times, man, it's because you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. And those things can fucking be avoided. These youngsters got to be smarter and we need fucking people telling them to be. Sometimes it is unavoidable. I knew it'd be you, Polly B, because you just like to be against me. So that's good. It's cool. It's, it's all right. We can discuss it. Um, but a lot of the 99% of the time it's, it is avoidable. I understand it is sometimes unavoidable. I mean, it's not like you're talking to somebody from fucking Huntington beach. <laughs> I, I know what's avoidable and unavoidable. So I'm telling you though, that you can make it fucking avoidable because you got to be smarter on where you're going. Be smarter on where you're, what you're doing. Go fucking be smarter and, yeah, good. Lisa, clap it up. I appreciate that. Polly B, you're, 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 you're literally 
making my point. No shit it could be hometown hate. No shit. I say jealous ones envy every time. Jealous ones envy happens all the time. Right? Jealous ones envy happens all the time. You're telling me that you know that going in and you can't avoid it? Now, that's ignorant. (laughs) Can't be avoided. Now, if there's a motherfucker chasing you down every day in your hometown, then yeah, then there's a problem. Then there's, that's a bigger issue. But you're talking about being unavoidable because you're fucking, uh, you're getting shot. That's unavoidable because you have hate in your town. No shit. That's why I just told you, we need to get the fuck out. This is our future. I have a future ahead of me. I need to stay the fuck out the way. I need to stay out of your lane and stay in my lane. Period. But, you know, we'll just keep having excuses for excuses, right? Let's just keep making excuses for excuses. Let's just keep making fucking, let's just keep saying the same old shit to the motherfucker. It's okay. It's all right, man. You couldn't avoid it. You couldn't fucking avoid it. A, well, it's always over a girl. Pussy's undefeated, bro. <laughs> I tell you that every day. Did I not? Do I not? Pussy's undefeated. There's two things undefeated. Pussy and new pussy. There's, there's two things undefeated. I, I tell you that all the time. Is it not? So no shit. We know that as a girl is going to be a fucking problem. We already know that. Shit. It's always over that. It's always over female. Dogs fight over females. Males fight over females. So are you telling me that's not avoidable? <laughs> It's all avoidable, dog. All this shit's avoidable that we're talking about. You haven't given me any fucking thing that's not avoidable. You can avoid that shit. Go jack off, motherfucker. Go get you some fucking oil. Go jack off. Shut the fuck up. You is slapdick pretty much. Why you calling me slapdick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. Oh, dogs think, Diana. Look at Diana chiming in the chat here. Oh, I'll 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 be the first one to disagree with dogs. Don't think they uh, shit. You must not have my dogs. My dogs think and fucking rethink and remember and all kind of shit. Oh, Tulsa has horrible drivers. Are you in Tulsa, Bruce Wayne? Tulsa has. Some of the worst drivers. Holy shit. I love Tulsa. Shout out to Tulsa. Classic cigars. Uh, lounge. Downtown. Um, oh, I believe Pitbull's the smartest dog in the world. I know they say German Shepherds are, and they say all these other things, and the sheep dogs and all this whole shit. Stogie? Stogie shits on my other dogs. I'm just going to be honest. Stogie shits on my other dogs. Um... As far as smarts, Stogie was the smartest dog I've ever seen in my entire life. You can ask any of my friends. He 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 he, he remembered shit from weeks ago, days ago. He knew where to go get shit. He opened every fucking type of doorknob you could think of. Um, oh yeah, they'll look you in the eye, dog, and fucking they'll fucking pick your brain, bro. I'm just telling you, these motherfuckers are smart. Um. Anyway, we're just trying to avoid getting shot and killed before we go on our Division One scholarship. <laughs> That's my moral of the fucking story here. Um, before uh, Joey B tells me 
uh, pussies unavoidable, okay? Jarvis Landry's tweeting away. Does he want out or does he just want a new quarterback? Appreciate you, Polly B. I don't know. Does he want out or does he just want a new quarterback? Or does he want to stay but get a new quarterback? Because Baker's trash. I think they all know that, especially after the OBJ experiment failed and he wins a Super Bowl. And now Jarvis is looking around like, fuck, dog, I need a quarterback. (sighs) See, the fucking Aaron Rodgers thing is going to trickle down and affect everybody, in my opinion. Jarvis Landry... I think he's pretty good. I think he's pretty good. Um, But I would get rid of that motherfucker and Baker, to be honest. Because they got a running game. Um, They got a running game. And, well, you know, remember, I ain't never been wrong with no quarterback shit, dog. Have I not been saying Baker's garbage? Baker needs a fresh start? Uh, Here we go, Polly B. Fuck. For what? What is what is what is Baker gonna do with Sean Payton? He's horrible, bruh. He's garbage. He so what about Joe so what about Joey uh Burrow? <laughs> what about him? Who would you what, what's his what's his excuse? Zach Taylor's the fucking man? No, he's not, dog. Joe Burrow's just fucking better and has the it factor, and Baker don't. Baker's shit. Baker's garbage. I'm just telling you. I told you guys that when he got drafted. I've been saying how shitty he was from Jump Street. How shitty Carson Wentz is. How shitty fucking Lamar Jackson is. Great athletes. Fucking freaks. But ain't no fucking quarterback in this level. Not going to win no Super Bowl. I'll tell you that. That's all it's about, fellas. Winning Super Bowls. Baker needs to go play fucking arena ball somewhere in like Des Moines. That motherfucker, go be an actor, bruh. Real shit. He needs to go be an actor. His commercials are by far better than his play on the field. Like, his fucking commercials are legit. Like, I think he could be an actor. I don't think Trey Lance is going to be anything. I think Trey Lance and Justin Fields are the same player, in my opinion. I think Trey has a better arm, bigger whip. um, But I just don't think they're going to... I don't think either one of them is going to have success. I just don't see the it factor, dog. I'm just telling you. Now, you guys can argue and say it all you want, but just so you know, go check my track record, dog. I don't fucking miss on quarterbacks. So go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polly B, unless you go watch my prior shit about Lamar Jackson, don't even start. Because, you know, we can have a one-on-one discussion. I've already broke down Lamar Jackson many, many times. And I've had people on here literally watching my breakdowns and be like, damn, you're right. <laughs> but apparently, Polly B coaches in the NFL. He knows better than me. And he's had a ton of NFL players. And he's coached 25 Division One quarterbacks and sent four to the NFL. Polly B knows more than me. Everybody in the chat, give it up to Polly B. He knows more than me about quarterbacks. So, uh, he won. I'm going to let Polly B win this one. He knows more. Lamar Jackson's the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, <laughs> holy fuck. Oh, people just talk without saying anything. God damn it. Um, anyway. Ash, come here. 
God damn it. Fucking ass, man. I know. Polly's an expert. Everyone's an expert, dog. Everybody on Twitter is an expert, too. They all know everything. It's fucking crazy. Um, I don't know. We'll see what Jarvis in, uh, ends up. We'll see where he ends up. So, Talk That Talk Tuesday, man, is really just, you know, we're talking that talk. We're already an hour, 15 minutes in. Um, I don't know about what's going on with, with the party bus. I haven't heard that. Um, I, now that we have some women in the room, okay, there's some women in the chat. 120 people in here. I appreciate everybody. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Diana's in here. Become a member, Diana, so you can get in here and talk. I see you trying to talk in here. Talk that shit. Um, Christopher Pugh said he pooped today, so I guess he's having problems shitting. So shout out. Take some pills, dog. You can take some pills for that shit if you're constipated and shit. Um, I love Lamar. My boy recruited him in Louisville. I I know Lamar. He's a great fucking human. He's a freaking nature athlete. I never said he wasn't. I just said he's not a very good NFL quarterback. <laughs> uh, Gary said thirty eight likes. So you guys can see all that. I don't see all that. Thirty eight likes out of one hundred twenty people. Smash the like button, like he said. I appreciate that. I don't know what the like button does, but um. I need a hundred and I need I need more members. You guys got to become members so I can grow the perks so I can start giving away more shit. I've already given away fucking sign bottles, hoodies, fucking books and posters. Come on, dog. Uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, women's soccer won a huge court battle today. Twenty two million dollars. Twenty two million dollars. Yippee fucking yay. Well, Polly B, you haven't got nothing because you're a slap dick. You haven't been here. You haven't got anything. Bravo Blast, you haven't received yours either? Well, now you're starting to fucking worry me. Somebody, somebody, somebody's, everyone else should have got theirs. Um, see, I've heard 22 million. I've heard 24 million. Let's go with 23 million. Okay. We'll go with 23 million. Takes two seconds to be a member. $2 a month. $2 on 222.22. That's what I'm talking about, man. Be a fucking member. Like my boy Trevor Burns with an E. That's my boy right there. Um, Tommy Gallegos. Become a member because I said your last name right, huh? Women's soccer won a court battle. We'll say $23 million. Each player will receive roughly $50K a year. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you guys are ready for this talk, that talk, dog. This is that real talk. I don't know if you guys are ready for that shit. Um, I don't know if you're ready for that shit, dog. I don't know if you're ready for this Talk That Talk Tuesday right here. 
50 grand isn't bad, but the more important question is does anyone watch women's soccer? Now, I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. You cannot sign up on your iPhone, apparently, um, Gene Hood. I think you need a laptop. I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers here, but the most important question is, do the dollars make sense? Um, you need to go fucking listen to some DJ quick. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. The lawsuit was about equity, gender equity being paid the same as the males, okay? And I'm going to break this down into something that a lot of people don't understand or won't grasp. But kudos to the women for winning the court battle, okay? They get a 50 grand a year basically when it's spread out for the 22, 23, 4, 24 million dollars they won or whatever. Um the question is, though, do they deserve it? That is the main question. Do they deserve it? Uh, I love Title IX. I'm all for equity. Um, but at the same time, if it's not bringing in the dollars, do they deserve the pay? And then if they do, why do they deserve the pay? Can That's the questions I have. Kofi Bab says they do. So I would like love to talk to you, Kofi Bab. You're, you're a member, it says. I, I want to know why they do. Why do they deserve the pay? Because if you can show me and break it down, then it's a great conversation. I would love to learn from you um, on why they deserve it. And then I'll rebuttal and go from there and, 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 uh, and go from there. Lisa says the Women's Olympic gold medal winning team deserves every dime. So why do they, Lisa? So I just need to know why. See, people always say this, this, and this. Um, but why? I need to know whys, though. Um, see, my rebuttal to Lisa would be right out the gate that the Olympics are played every four years. So they should be paid for What? The other three and a half years in between those four. I'm just trying to get questions out of you. That's all I want. I want questions answered. I want to be fair to everybody. Uh, I'm waiting. I see a lot of people talking, so it's a, I appreciate it. Jada said because they're hurting their bodies like other athletes. Well, that's your choice. <laughs> that's a you problem, Jada. You didn't get forced to play, so that's not an answer I'm looking for. Um, there's a lot of women that I know that do not support women's sports. I know most women that I know, they go watch men's sports over their own women. So, um, I got I got shit to talk about. I'm just try, I'm just watching and seeing the chat here. Um, the business has to be profitable before you can talk about salary. Exactly right. Uh, 
Kofi said that I want to see what Kofi said. He said that uh, because of the notoriety they have in the world, they have been popular since '99, and they are the number one attraction in summer games. So we're talking Olympics, or are we talking all time? So that's the different. That's what I'm looking for. See, you're talking about Olympics every four years. I'm talking about women's equity. Um. Well, Diana, the women's soccer salary is in question and not the men's because simple. It's real simple. It's called dollars. It's called dollars and cents. It's called attendance. So women's soccer don't does not get the attendance or the revenue that men's get unless it's in the Olympics where it's at one venue. And of course there's venue there's 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 attendance because they're there to watch several different countries play. You got to make the dollars have to make sense. And I trust me, I know this thing because I've dealt with Title IX for a long time. So every dollar that's spent on the men's side in college needs to be spent on the women's side. Just so you guys know. So before you guys start talking all this crazy shit, does anyone in here really realize how, what how Title IX works? Um, Yes, TJ, I hear you. U.S. women play in the FIFA as well. But we're talking about some things that are very, very minute. We're not talking about global scale shit here. We're talking about this happens every two years, every four years. And where's the revenue? What is the revenue? I want to know what the money is like. I want to know where the money is. So... Dianco Ferro, he said he understands Title IX. So I don't have time to ask him questions about Title IX and see if he really does know that or not because he's not a member. But Title IX basically, the way it works at the big boy level, at the college level, at the Division I level, is if you have, let's say, that's why football brings in the most revenue. It's got the most bodies um, has the biggest stadiums, etc. right? We have the largest rosters. For you to put dollars into the football program, you have to equally have the same amount of dollars in other female sports, all the female sports. So what happens is, like, say, for Independence, Kansas, when we didn't have um, a lot of total sports, they had women's soccer. They had um, baseball as well, men's baseball. So... My boss actually cut women's soccer. She was a female, by the way, and then cut men's baseball. She had to do so to make it equal as far as the number of sports. Also, when you get into spending dollars in Title IX, this is really not a big Title IX thing right now because it's professional speaking. We're not talking college, but when you start spending dollars on the football side, you have to match it on the female side of sports and make sure that you're you're equitable in in in, in spending dollars um, in athletics and budgets. Well, it's not really it doesn't really mean anything. Um, it doesn't really mean shit in this professional business deal. The women just feel that they were underpaid to their male counterpart. Okay. 
I just want to know why they deserve the pay. Some of you guys have just literally said because of FIFA and the Olympics. That's not a good answer. <laughs> like, that's not a good answer. Like, I, I, I need to know some more meat and potatoes about that. Are we just paying them because we're in this so-called progressive time period and they need and they feel the need to be equal to men is that why we're doing this um just because they have a sport that men also play i'm curious i want to be i'm just asking questions here i'm i think those are very valid are they Asking for equal pay is just because they have a male counterpart in that particular sport. Men play soccer. Men play soccer. Um, so I'm curious. I'm very, very curious. Um, I wonder if women had football. Would they want the same money as men? Yeah, you're right, Trevor. I, I, <laughs> you're right. Uh, I'm curious, Lisa. What do you think? I'm asking a real question here. I'm, and, you know, I'm not sexist at any means. Like, I'm all for women and, and getting paid and shit. But it also has to make sense. It also has to pay, make sense. Um, well, men's soccer is horrible in the U.S., just so we're clear. Men's soccer is fucking god-awful. So the women's are dominant. Um, the, the men's are horrible. The women are dominant in sports. Like, I have no issue with the female Olympics team making money. Like, I have no issue with it at all. Um, but it's not equal work, though. Whoever said that. I just want to make sure we're clear on that shit. It's not equal work. So answer my question, though. I wonder if women had a rival football league similar to how the NBA has the WNBA. Do you want equal pay? Because I want to know where the WNBA is. Where is the WNBA? Why aren't they asking for equal pay? Lisa says it's time for a change. But see, that's why we're talking. We're see, that's why I still talk about it's still a man's world, even though we can't really say it politically and all this whole shit. But it really still is because people want to see action people fill the stands to see explosive acts in entertainment and see i would lower the rim in the WNBA, but see people have candace parkers of the world and everybody are are, are are so egotistical they're they're mad at it it's very very similar to when i talk about there should be no man ever touching a female or hitting a female or hurting a female. It doesn't equate. The, the human bodies were not created equally. The woman 
It's just not built the same. And you can talk about, well, some, some females are old. They're, they're stronger per capita and all that. Whatever you want to talk about. Females aren't built the same. They're not of explosive material. They don't fucking dunk from the free throw line. They don't fucking hurdle motherfuckers and run over people. They don't. People. The, the WNBA needs to be the ones. To me, they have a bigger gripe than women's soccer. They have a rival sport. They have a rival sport that they play. Women's soccer has a, a men's have soccer, so they have a rival in 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 uh in, in men's in the same sport, but the men's sport is horrible, especially in the U.S. Men's soccer's god awful. We can't beat nobody. Women's dominate. Women dominate in women's soccer in the U.S. But nobody's watching them, so the money doesn't equate. I don't believe anyone's watching the U.S. men's soccer team, like. They watch the pro soccer, the fucking men's pro soccer. It sells out in L.A., I think. But they don't, they don't watch the women's. Um, the WNBA, there's, there's nobody at the games unless it's the playoffs. And then the WNBA marketing is pushing the fuck out of it just to fill the stands. You don't got to do that for the NBA. The NBA sells itself. LeBron James skying through the fucking air and to dunk on somebody. It's an attraction. They're going to make that money. That's where it's a men's world. And I'm just curious if because we're in this progressive era, if women had a football league, would they want the same money as the men? Would a woman quarterback want Aaron Rodgers money? Would a woman, Devontae Adams, want what he earns, Lisa? Do you think that's real? <laughs> See, this is the issue. It's still a man's world. And in sports, we want action. We want dunks. We want lobs. We want deep threes. Women can't give us those things. No offense. It's nothing against y'all. I'm just spitting facts. Can a woman score from the midfield line in soccer? Can she head it or bicycle kick that bitch from out of bounds line? I'm just being real, dog. Like, I, I, I'm I, all for pushing the shit. I love to see it and shit. Where's my boy Jaden at? I see LeBron at the WNBA games, certain games, trying to push a narrative. I don't see him in fucking L.A. Where the, where the black lady got stabbed at, though, by a black kid. I don't see LeBron there. I'm just saying, dog. We want to be all this. We want to push certain things. We want to push what's popular. We don't want to push what's real. So, you know, the bottom line is, and we're in a progressive time period, okay? On the news today, they were talking about fucking the gay pride parade coming up this this year. We were talking about the gay pride parade, and I haven't seen anything about Black History Month. I haven't seen Black History Month, but I've seen gay pride parade. See, it's all about what we push, what we push. We want to push certain things. That's the problem. It's progressive now. It's progressive. We're in a progressive time period and all this old shit.
See, a lot of you guys can't even handle that conversation. The truth of the matter is nobody... The women in this room right here, you know damn well you guys are going to go to an NBA game and watch the Lakers play over the WNBA game and watch the Sparks play. Tell me I'm not lying. If I gave you two equal tickets to a Laker game and two to the fucking Sparks game and they played the same time in the same place, what game would you go to? Or two different arenas at the same time, same day. What games would you go to? Just tell me, ladies, what games would you go to? And don't say it because we're talking about this conversation, but let's be real about it. I'm all for equity, but it has to make sense. And the dollars don't make sense on the woman's side. I'm sorry. I'm just keeping it real. Like I got I got a DM today from a female older lady She's a good lady. She follows me. She, she, she DM'd me about my conversation about females coaching pro football. I, I, I very strongly disagree with it. Um, I don't feel that women should coach professional football players in the NFL. Um, Jada, you said you'd go to the WNBA game because there's less people, less traffic. But you'd also be way more bored. <laughs> So, I mean, I got to be honest with you. Um, you know damn well you'd be fucking bored as shit. But you'd be in there with less drama. I get it. Um, I hear you. Um, oh, Bailey, I was just about to discuss that very thing. Bailey27, shout out to you. I was just about to discuss this exact same thing. It's all fucking bullshit. They canceled the St. Patrick Parade in Long Beach last year, but they allowed the gay parade. The gay parade had 100,000 fucking people. Um, 100,000 gay pride walking down the street, bumper to bumper. I'm talking about arm to arm. And the St. Patrick's Parade, there was nothing. Wichita, Kansas in the house. Shout out. I like Wichita, Kansas, though. I had a few couple good cigar bars there, a couple of little cool little hangouts in Wichita. I used to take my players there to the to the bumper cart or to the, you know, the golfing stuff type of deal there. Um I don't know, dog. I, I it just has to make sense to me. If there was a women league balling out of control and it was fucking making sense and they're bringing in the dollars, then pay them what the fuck they deserve. But if they're not bringing in no dollars, I don't believe they can demand the pay scale uprise. I don't believe they can demand the salary increasement. Um, Saginaw, Michigan, you don't get a you don't get a high five, dog. I'm sorry because there's I don't I don't have nothing going on in Saginaw. But a shout out to Saginaw. Um, Wichita from Independence, probably two and a half, three hours. And see, again, we're talking one percentage. Someone said Ronda Rousey would beat a guy's ass. Well, some guys, yeah. But most guys, no. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like, 
you guys got to understand there's one percenters in everything we do. There's one percenters on YouTube. There's one percenters in fucking as billionaires. There's one percenters as millionaires. There's one percenters in everything we fucking do. One percent of us in this room may win the lotto. I appreciate everybody shouting out their city and shit. I wish I was talking about cities, but we're not. Um... Rousey may have brought in some money in the UFC, but remember, did Rousey ever, was she the solo act? Was Rousey just, was it just Rousey and one other girl fighting and it was a fucking sold out packed house and made millions? No. She was there on a card underneath fucking Conor McGregor. Like, come on, dog, let's be real. Was Ronda Rousey her own solo act? Did she carry the card? Has she ever carried the card is what I'm, my question. She may have. She may have. I don't know. I'm asking. I'm asking, did Ronda Rousey carry the card? Um, or was she on the, on, a, on a, or was she on the card? She's carried the card. So she was the main fucking act, and she sold out arenas. She did headline a few. So she was the final act on the card. Ronda versus Holy main event. Uh, uh, Holly, home. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just, I'm asking. That's why I don't know. Um, that's when she got knocked out. So, I mean, I knew she was popular. I knew she was popular as shit. Um, and she was legit, but then she started acting, and then she started getting her ass beat, from what I understand. Yeah, see. Yeah, I know. She was the shit, and now I don't even hear her name anymore, so I don't know what happened. Hey, it's all about what have you done for me lately, dog. But anyway, I was bringing that up, talk that talk, dog. I just wanted to know. Like, I just want, I had a question. I wanted to know what the deal was. Um, peace out, Christian. Um, I don't know. Curious how that shit works, um, but I'm just curious if if women had a pro league in football or something like that. Um, would she? Would the women be demanding the same money? And that's that's the problem. I think they would try to get the same money, and it's just not. It's not realistic. I don't watch women's soccer. I have no fucking idea who's in it. I have no idea who's in that shit. I have no idea who's in men's soccer. I don't watch soccer. I don't watch baseball for that matter, unless the Dodgers are in the World Series. I don't I don't watch boxing. So I would never fucking watch any of that shit. I don't watch UFC. Um Yeah, I know Serena makes money. Fuck, women's women's uh, women's tennis, no doubt. See, individual sports, exactly. Individual sports, I think women have much better 
dividend. I think much better. They make much better money on individual sports for women. Like Ronda Rousey made a shitload of money by herself, right? We know that. Um, no, the lingerie league is not a real thing, dog. That's a slap in women's face, in my opinion. It's just kind of a fucking showcase their body. And you think the guys are watching them? You think the guys are going to watch them fucking run a route? Or are they going to see her ass jiggle? <laughs> like, come on, dog. Um, Diana, because you're, you're, see, Diana is an entertainment factor to it, right? You want to hear me motherfuck somebody, so you come in to see it. See, it's entertainment, right? Yeah, I don't think it's sexist. I just want to fucking, I just want to watch. Because Anna Kornikova, she, had ass. She looked good. Hey! One second. Kornikova had ass, I think. She was a little white girl. God damn it! Fucking dogs. Anyone want a puppy? Shit. Um, anyone want some fucking dogs? Hit me up. When you are dead, you know... You do not know that you are dead. All the pain is felt by others. The same thing happens when you are stupid. Um, uh, I don't know. It's too hard to fucking, it's too hard to, uh, hit the mute button, dog. I don't know when that shit, I don't know when that happens and shit. Um, these fucking dogs. Um, I'm going to castrate all you motherfuckers. Anyway, I'm not, uh, I'm not offending anyone. Uh, I'm not trying to offend women. I just don't, I, I think the dollars have to make sense. If we're going to ask for higher pay. That's all I want to talk about. Um, no whiskey in me right now. I got a sore throat a little bit. Not really bad or nothing. But, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to drink unless until I know I don't, uh, I'm not sick or some crazy shit. I've been traveling. I've been all over the place. I think it's when you, when I get super exhausted, I start to get worn down a little bit. Um... That's when people get sick and shit. But no, I don't have COVID or none of that bullshit. Or what I call the flu. You know what I'm saying? It's the fucking flu. No, no COVID. Um, I feel like having some whiskey, though. Yeah. Hey, Gabe, shit, dog. Ash is available. You want this motherfucker? Come get his ass. Um... Come get him. Trivia question. Who wants to take a call, man? I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta fucking, 
I know. Well, everybody beat COVID unless you're obese and got fucking uh, some sickness. Um, I put the chat in the deal so you guys can call in. Trivia question is real simple today, dog. Hector, Hector's the first one in, dog. Hector, Hector, are you a fan? You, Hector, do you watch anything? Do you like you watch my shows and shit like that on Netflix? Um, I'm. I had the two audios on right now. I had to mute my YouTube. Oh, I got you. Did you? Do you watch? Like, do you follow like my like uh, kind of like my sayings and shit like that? Yeah. All right. So that, the first season was was fucking sick. Okay, that so you good, probably know. So, the trivia question today is: I, I, I got a little easy. I put a little easier one up there. So, um, I'm gonna put it on the board right now. So, if you follow me or my coaching show, or if you guys watch anything that I do, kind of, uh, you probably know this. But you got the first crack at it. If you don't, then John's next. Um, there it is. What does win stand for in my terms? Oh shit. <laughs> you don't know that one? Oh, dog. Hold on. Let me bring on John. John, you know? I don't know, coach. Damn. Who knows? Anybody else want to try? Call in. Um, damn, dog. Lucy knows that shit. Austin, you know? Hey, it's easy, coach. Lucy knows that shit. What is it? Yeah, this is easy. Uh, I I tell my soldiers this all the time. What's important now? Hey, you got to mute your deal, I think. Um, (laughs) Nice, nice. Damn. Yeah, I know. He might have looked at the at the chat, TJ. See, that's hard. That's why the, the that's why that shit's hard to do, dog. Yo, it's what's important now. I tell my soldiers this all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. I hear you, but it's on. Uh, you can't see the chat when you're live on the show. No. Oh, really? You? I didn't know that. It it depends on your setup. No, I'm not looking at it. What's important now? I got you. What's up, man? You guys got any questions? Uh, I, got a, coach. I I got it wrong, so I'm I'm in the back seat right now. <laughs> uh, no doubt. John, what's up? John's out. Uh Austin, what's up? You got any questions? Yeah, hey, I got a question. Uh hey, so real quick, uh just for the the UFC conversation you guys were having with Ronda Rousey real quick. Yeah. Uh goes back to something that you always talk about, it being a recyclable business. So, to the point is, Ronda did carry a few cards, but to your point, uh, it seems kind of the same in the UFC. You know, before Ronda, there was Brock. Before Brock, there was Chuck Liddell. After Ronda, there was, you know, that was the whole Connor phase. So, just to your point, it is a recycled business. But my uh, my question, well, my question is, Coach, uh, out of all the coaches that we've seen um, on your shows and ones that you ones that you've mentioned, coaches and players from uh, last chance you, who do you still actually actively engage with and catch up with? You said players and coaches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like coaches from my staff? Yes. Or are you talking about Division One coaches that came in to recruit? Uh, no, you're old guys on your staff. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, 
On depends, man, because I went through so many different coaches. I talked to a couple, but not not really a lot. Not you, not a lot, huh? So who do you who do you uh, remember? There I, was only a few coaches that I brought with me that I prior that I knew prior. So everyone else I hired was people that I hired strictly on a professional basis. I did not know. So guys that I hired were from recommendations or so forth and so have and what have you. So. I don't talk to any of those guys. Now I see some guys at the convention or so, or what have you, and then we we're cordial and we talk. But as far as just talking, texting and shit, nah, I don't I don't talk to them. Um, and there's a couple guys that I talk to here and there that I brought to Indy. Um, but besides that, it's really on a, less or on a one hand or less. But players, I talk to players all the time. I got shit. 50 kids hit me yesterday wishing me happy birthday. I speak to, uh, see, I'd rather talk to my players than my old coaches. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so, and you kind of know how you affected somebody. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So it's, you know, I talk to players here and there all the time. Um, coaches, not as much. Too easy. All right. All well, right, brother, uh, I'll talk care. to you. Thanks. Hey, happy, hey, happy birthday. Hey, I appreciate you. I preach it to my dudes all the time. Take care. All right, brother. Hector, you fucked up, dog. You don't know what win means. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you calling in, dog. Yeah, I tuned in late to the show, uh, but I'm here. Uh, I got you. I'm going to go to this next caller. I appreciate you. I'll hit you in a minute. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Jay, what up? <laughs> Hey, what's up, Coach? What's up, brother? How you doing? Long time. Chilling. It's been a while. No doubt. Evan, hold on one second. What's up, Jay? What's going on with you? Man, I'm just just here in Mississippi, you know, back home, still grinding, trying to figure out this whole sports thing. I got a volunteer. I had a volunteer thing at Jackson State a couple years ago. But now I'm, like, doing some side work at Mississippi College. It's a D2 school. Actually get, getting paid to do that. So, you know, it's all good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I wanted to wish you a happy birthday yesterday, but I couldn't get on here in time. Oh, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate it, man. It's all good. It's all good. I appreciate you turning into the show, man. Uh, you got a question for the show? Uh, I was going to ask you – Uh. I was going to ask you, for real, do you ever uh, – I was going to ask you if you ever talked to, like, any of the other people that were coaches there when you were there? Like, uh, I mean, maybe Coach Crane or – Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk, like to, I talk to Leslie all the time, man. Leslie and Tammy, I talk to all the time. So, Leslie, for everybody in the chat, she was our women's basketball coach at Indy. And uh, so uh, – she uh she's now the head basketball coach at another college. She left Indy. So um so I do talk to her though. Talk to her and Tammy. So yeah, no doubt. Hey Jay, I'm gonna get to the next caller, man. I appreciate you calling in, brother. All right, man. Catch you later. Peace. What up, Evan? Evan, you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me, coach? Yeah, I hear you. What's going on? No, I'm good, Coach. How are you? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Chilling. Yeah, I've never called in. Really wanted to. I've talked to you a couple of times on Twitter. You probably don't remember me, but uh, 
I got your book and everything. We appreciate that. I uh, appreciate you. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, though, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a diehard USC fan. Uh, I live in Phoenix, but uh, that was my team growing up. And I want to know who you think is the best recruiter uh, for USC. Do you think it's Dante Williams, Dennis Simmons, or Lincoln Riley, or just, you know, if you think it's somebody else, who do you think is the best recruiter? Uh, Dante's the best. Um, I know Dennis real well. Dante coached with me years ago. So, really? you know, I know Dante well. I know, uh, yeah, I gave Dante his first Juco gig, by the way. So, what school is that? L.A. Harbor. I got you. But, yeah, um, there's a... There's a lot of that shit out there, man. Um, you know, Dante's the guy for that staff. Um, you know, and then the head coach is always going to be the guy that ends up being able to finalize the deal if he's the deal. If he's a real guy, if he's a real closer and a real deal, then he'll be able to be the guy to close a lot of deals because assistant coaches can only do so much. Mm-hmm. They can only promise so much. See what I'm saying? Yeah, so a head coach should never lose a kid to an opposing assistant coach from another school. But it happens, and that's like, to me, it's like, it's crazy. So, um, but, yeah, I think Dante is. I know I know Dennis well, a good dude, good friend. Uh, I talked to him not too long ago on his text message. Um, he used to be at Wazoo, Washington State, years ago before he got the, uh, that job. He's also at Texas Tech. He's been around, so he's a good dude. Um, he recruited a kid from me, um, at Washington state. So, but he, uh, he, he, he's solid, but SC sells itself, man. If you're, if you have the right crew in there, but we'll see how it goes, man. With NILs and everything now, it's just a whole nother business. So I, I don't know. We're going to find out how, how it ends up being. So. Nah, yeah. I appreciate like, what do you, you think though. of Caleb? You say, okay. I don't talk about him much. Caleb Williams. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really keep up with college football or nothing like that, really. Unless you're my kid, I don't really care no more. You know what I mean? I don't even watch mm-hmm. it. I don't watch it or care because I, I hate these pussy kids that transfer. So <laughs> any, any any transfer kid, dog, you might as well not even ask me about them because I can't stand the motherfuckers. Like, stick it out at the school you chose to go to. So that's just me. So anyone that transfers to me, I think you're pussy and I'm not going to talk to you. So fuck them. But hey, Yo, I appreciate you calling, good. brother. I appreciate the support. Yeah, of course. Peace out, Coach. Thanks, brother. Wido, what up? Coach, man, you already know what it is. Had to get right. Oh, slapdick hoodie. Plug this shit in real quick. Got a quick question, Coach. You already know me. Yeah. As a basketball player, I've seen and I've been on teams where my coach gets out coached and it's strictly personnel substituting and just being too in the game and not coaching the game. In terms of football, what do they mean at the high level when they, when they say they got out coached? Did they really get out coached or are they defending the team? Uh I don't know. I think it goes both ways. Good question. I think it goes both ways. Um, you know, sometimes you know you can say you got out coached by a call that you made versus a call they made or a timeout you made or a decision of when you called that timeout or or just so many different scenarios that happen, especially if, if I guess if basketball um it's a little different in basketball, I guess, but in football, though, like there's so many different scenarios, man. As far as uh, you know, when you go for it on fourth, what you do on third, you know, backed up, take a safety. There's so many different scenarios. Basketball, I don't know, it's a little different, um, but I think they defend the team because it's always should be they're the ones getting paid. But it's also could be true. It could actually be true as well. So 
you know, you hear that out coach shit all the time, but at the end of the day, most of the time, like I tell you, coaches fucking lose games, players win them. And yeah. uh, to be honest, like I've only really heard it towards the Belichick when they say that he outcoached them, the scheme got him. So, I mean, outside of him, there's really not other guys. It's really just it's yeah. not really true. You know what? It ain't, that ain't really the truth, though. Belichick really is a defensive guy. Um, but it's 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 when they say outcoached, it means totality of the entire structure of the fucking organization. Uh, Belichick okay. outstructures you. He don't outcoach you. He outstructures you. And in my opinion, his whole from top to bottom, from everything he does and researches and every single thing that he breaks down in the offseason, um, he outstructures and outcultures your whole program or organization. So he's just he's ahead of the game from top to bottom, from what the referees are going to call to what you're going to call on this hash mark to what call you're going to make on this hash mark. I think Bill check is ahead of the game. As far as that goes, his hours that he puts in, I think are unmatched. And, uh, I think that is kind of what they mean when Bill check out coaches you. It's not just one game though. It's just, it's more of a season that Bill check out coaches you in because of the structure and the culture that is there in new England. So it's a little different. Yeah, I'm with you. And last one for the birthday, Coach. I got to, you know, I like to make you reminisce a little bit. I love to watch my JV clips on YouTube. I became a fan late. But that moment when you won that bowl game and you had that Gatorade dumped on you, what was that moment like for you, Coach? Man, you know what? I don't know. It's like the big, that shit's never, uh, I've had it dumped on me quite a bit, man. It's never really been a thing for me. Like, uh, Like, I instantly almost, it's like supposed to happen because I expect it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I expect to win yeah. the game. So out of surprise. Yeah. So like it's, 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 I'm already worried about tomorrow as far as what kids I'm going to get, um, what kids I got to get graduated, what kids I'm going to get is new blood in the system. What am I going to get better at? So that's kind of, that's kind of that deal. So, you know, it's a little yeah. different for me, man. I'm like, like I say, I'm very, very even kill. TJ in this chat will tell you, I was pretty much the same win or lose, man. I never really got too excited. You know what I mean? And um, I think most of the time when I when I was that way, the players bought into that as well. And so, like, like at Indy, the first thing we did was win. That was our motto. Then, it, then the next year was expect to win. When we ended up winning it all, it was expect mm-hmm. to win. And so, you know, that's just kind of the motto that I use, but. Um, when the players start to buy into the head coaches, like kind of persona, I think that's when you get the great teams. And if you notice the Belichick led Patriots, have you noticed you don't see a lot of fucking Patriots in the news talking to the media? You don't see a lot of Patriots in the news getting in trouble. You don't see a lot of Patriots in the news. It's very, very similar to their head coach. Now yeah. their owner is getting massages by Asian bitches, but that's a whole nother ball game, right? He's the owner. He's a, he's fucking different. He's the billionaire. Yeah. Motherfucker can't tell him shit. But um, hey, I appreciate you, Wido. Always, Coach. Love, man. All right, peace. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those deals. Um, what are you guys in here talking about? Hey, I'm gonna end the audio side. I appreciate everybody coming in on Talk That Talk Tuesday on Spotify, Apple, and iTunes. Make sure you become a member. Join my YouTube channel today. Dollar ninety nine, the best dollar ninety nine you can ever, ever, ever spend. Um, I'll see you tomorrow for Work Boot Wednesday, and I'll have a hard hat on, 
ready to go. So make sure you're strapped up, ready to roll tomorrow on Work Boot Wednesday. Appreciate you guys. I'll see you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific, here on YouTube, on Spotify, Apples, and iTunes. I appreciate you. Peace. Storm Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we've been defying. Rice, what's the cost?